Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tanks. It's Friday morning. I hope you're all in a fantastic mood for the weekend. You guys, I just had the coolest experience. I just came back from an influencer event to end all influencer events. I just played tennis with Venus Williams. I'm not joking you. And um, I mean, period. Like, do I need to even say any more? It was a tennis clinic with Lacoste and Venus and she something struck me so I'm very bad at tennis and I would say most of the people there were beginners Venus was so magnanimous she was so kind she was so patient I get it you know it's a partnership she was being paid to be there I understand that she showed up in a way where I was just so impressed I was so blown away you could tell that this is obviously her life's passion, but you could tell that she genuinely wanted to pass on her passion in a way that was just the most uh, magnanimous is the word that I keep coming back to because she was just elegant, warm, kind, patient. You know, we were out there, we couldn't even hit the balls with our, with our, you know, we, we were missing balls left and right, super hot. And she was just so unbelievable. And I, I was struck. She did two 45-minute sessions with small groups. So I, I basically took a 10-on-1 a, a tennis lesson with, with Venus. Insane. What is life? Uh, thank you, Lacoste, for this incredible experience. That, that was beyond. But it reminded me of one of my favorite mantras and one that I have to repeat to myself a lot. No one who is more successful or happier than you will ever talk down to you. For me... 
I'm going to connect it back for a second, right? Because I was thinking like, at first I had this thought like, oh my God, like, what if she thinks I'm bad? Or what if she like, like laughs at me? Like, not that she would, but you know what I mean? I was like, what if people laugh at me? And then I realized like, she's successful, she's happy, and she is only trying to help people because she's vibrating at her highest level. Okay, so let's come back to the mantra. For me, the way that this applies to me is like with trolls, obviously, when people write me nasty things or try to make me upset on my lives or leave me nasty DMs or whatever. No one happier or more successful than me is trolling me. For you guys, if you're not in social media, this could apply if like someone's bitching about you behind your back or someone's being mean to you at work or, you know, maybe someone at work is like not letting you get, uh, you know, not inviting you to the most important meetings. No one more successful or happier than you is ever going to cut you down. And it shows because often the people who are the most successful, the most happy, they give the most. And that's what I was realizing when I was looking at her. I was like, she is a freaking global superstar athlete, like greatest, you know, and and she is is just so kind. She's so kind because she's comfortable with herself because she's secure because she is knows who she is. She vibrates at the highest level. And it just I don't know if that all triangulates for you guys. But for me, I always think in mantras and it just really hit home. It really, really hit home no one more successful or happy than you is ever going to cut you down. And it's honestly true. Like sometimes you guys ask me, oh, what's it like to meet those super, super big celebs, be it sports or in other realms? Honestly, everyone I've met at like the highest level, like super, super, super famous has been so nice, so kind, given me more than the time of day, been helpful, like been like, take my number, ask me anything, whatever. And it's really the people that are kind of... I don't want to I don't want to go there. I don't even want to be negative because this is such a positive experience. But I I mentioned again, the only people who are ever going to cut you down are those who are less successful than you or less happy than you. Okay? T, T for your Friday. Really take that into your weekend, okay? I know how much it hurts when you hear a friend bitching about you behind your back. Trust me. I've had good friends do that to me and you're just like, "What the actual f?" But look at it through this lens, okay? look at it through this lens. I had bosses. I've told you guys before about the boss I had, uh, the VP when one of my first jobs was so fucking mean to me. And I didn't understand why, because I was doing my best and trying my hardest. And she was just consistently nasty to me. And why? Because she was deeply upset inside. She was mean to everyone because she was just not happy. Okay. So think about Venus. Think about people who you idolize and think about how high they vibrate and how much they give. And as I continue to t- knock on wood, you know, achieve my goals and, be- and remain happy. And I hope to give more and more and more and more. Because that's like, that's what I want to lead w- with is just giving back. That was another thing that came through is like, she doesn't have to be there. You know, she doesn't have to take all this time and like literally adjust my fingers on the racket. But she did. Okay, sorry. It wouldn't be me, but I thought of another mantra. It's like, how you do anything is how you do everything. Like the fact that she put in so much effort to help me, who's like a nobody, like with my hands on the tennis racket, because she's she's just that that's the type of person she is. Wow. Okay, this turned into an absolute um me gassing Venus up because but she deserves to be because she's like so nice and so cool and so talented and I just had the best afternoon. 
So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it. And I like to look good. While naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea. And a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. I am going to Sun Valley tomorrow to my friend Abigail's wedding. And I lived with Abigail for a couple of years in San Francisco. We, we went to school together too. I'm so happy for her. And I'm really excited to be reunited with my whole um, San Francisco house of girls. We lived in 3006 Laguna. I don't know if I should say that um, publicly, but whatever. I actually went last time I was in SF and met the girls who live there now and they were super nice and they were actually, they knew me and they let me in kind of, well, they had COVID so I couldn't go in, but they let me peek in the door. They were big cuties. Anyway, my whole original house from freshman year of real life uh, is going to be at this wedding and I'm, I couldn't be more excited to see them and celebrate Abigail. And I know we talk about this a lot, but I... I was talking to my mom and I was saying how excited I was to go to her wedding and, and celebrate her and, and her love with um, her fiance Dylan. And I I was thinking back to like the difference in how you view weddings and like, you know how I always say to you guys, you have to feel other people's joy in your bones. And I felt I felt that in the preparation for this wedding. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm getting married. I know that sounds psychotic, but I want to remind you that if you can do that, then it will really pay dividends emotionally and spiritually. And I have another example of that this this week. Um, I met someone and she said to me, oh, like, I, you seem so happy. Like, you really, you really, really seem like you're just thrilled with your boyfriend and you've just never been happier. And I just, I feel so excited for you. And I knew she meant it. And I know I have boy- boyfriend sickness, but the point is I'm saying that this girl was so nice to me and I could tell that she felt my happiness in her bones and that's like a knock-on effect right because if you do it for other people people will do it for you so this is actually turning out to be a very woo-woo high vibrational start to this podcast and we're now going to talk about something which is negative and yucky which is pressure on single people but those are my takeaways I've had a very mantra rich day uh and then I'm going back to New York next week and I'm so excited fall in New York it's just 
I mean, get the Uggs ready. Get the get the coats ready. I will be stomping around to Jack's Coffee. It's it's going to be the best. I, I can't wait to be in New York next week. Okay. Cuffing season. What the fuck is it? Okay, so in the 2015 article in Vogue, it says, While the term cuffing season was introduced back in 2011, at least on Urban Dictionary, it seems that the concept really started to take off in the last year. If you're still wondering why it's called cuffing, it's a derivative of handcuffing because you're essentially chaining yourself to another person through the season. It sounds so animalistic, said a co-worker. Do people really do this? And this article, I just want to give credit to the author, is by Patricia Garcia, um, again on Vogue Online in 2015. So... Yeah, if, if you are still not understanding what it is, it's basically a term that people use colloquially that uh, talks about the fall being the time that you should get into a relationship quick. And my thought is that it's, I, I thought that it was, no one can seem to find the actual origin of the term, like the who invented it. But my instinct was that people in the Northeast invented it because it's so cold that they literally need someone to do something with all winter and like watch movies with I have no idea if that's right but that's my thinking could also just be for the holidays and and you know wanting to spend time with someone go take someone home for Christmas um and I'm gonna tell you my thoughts initially and then I'm gonna explain why so I get that it's a joke and that it's just used as as you know like something in memes or whatever but I I wonder again why we're putting more pressure on single people, right? I just wonder why. And then I was talking to the gang last night and I was like, well, like, it's just another time for pressure of single people. Like, what are some other times that people, that single people have pressure on them? And they were like, Valentine's Day, you know, it's awful for single people. It doesn't have to be. And trust me, when February comes around, I'm going to tell you how to get through it. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm saying societal pressure. Um, New Year's, fucked. Even Christmas, it's like, you know, pressure from your family, your family, you know, if you have those type of parents is pressurizing you 24 seven being like, why don't you have a boyfriend? Why don't you have a girlfriend? Um, so pretty much all the time as single people feel societal pressure. And then we come up with this term, like a whole season where we're supposed to be getting a boyfriend or girlfriend. There's a popular meme that goes around online during this time. And I did not create this. This is a meme I found online. There's different versions of it. So basically, it's the cuffing season schedule. It says scouting, August 1 to 31, 1st to 31st. Tanks, you dyslexic freak. Um, drafting, September 1st to 30th. Tryouts, October 1st to 31st. Preseason, November Cuffing season, December to January 15th. Playoffs, January 16th to February 13th. And then the championship game is Valentine's Day, February 14th. So essentially saying that this is like, you know, using the sports analogy um, and season to try and extend the metaphor. So I get, again, that it's a joke, but... I think that anybody who actually takes cuffing season seriously is not really looking for a real relationship. I think that it's kind of juvenile, to be honest with you, uh, because as you guys know, I don't believe in right person, wrong timing. And this is kind of like the opposite. This is like any person, just the timing. So I don't agree with it. It feels like you're, I don't know, it just feels animalistic. In the Vogue article, they use that word animalistic, and it does feel that way. I do think that 
there is a a cohort of young people who probably do think like I want a girlfriend or boyfriend for uh for fall and for winter I think especially in cold places again we were talking about it while I was getting glam this morning and everyone was like well yeah if you live in a place where it gets dark at 3 p.m and it's freaking 40 degrees there's not much to do in the winter months that being said it just goes so beyond my nature to get into a relationship just because you don't want to be alone but I, you know that's just me so there was another part of the Vogue article that I wanted to read you guys So it says, do people really do this? As it turns out, yes, they do. The dating app Hinge recently pulled a thousand of its active users and asked which months they are most interested in finding a casual hookup, a date, or relationship. They found that men are 15% more likely to be looking for a relationship in the winter than any other season. And women are 5% more interested. And I would probably say, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but if I had to, if I was a betting man, I'd say that because on average women want a relationship more often than men do. Um, In the spring and summer, men are 11% less likely to want a relationship, whereas women are just 5% likely. And then there's the whole single for summer thing. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I honestly find it more fun to be in a relationship in summer. I know that's crazy and I'm in the minority there, but I just feel like it's fun to be outside and, and, you know, be taking trips with someone. I don't know. I'm going to be dead honest with you guys. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, we're going to talk about this on Monday because I'm going to review the movie How to Be Single, which is honestly a near-perfect rom-com and brings up so many good points. But I, I guess the reason that I have such a big problem with like single for summer or cuffing season or whatever is because it goes against my whole ethos, which is like don't allow external factors to to hurt your to um, impact your happiness like I understand that if you live in Nova Scotia the winter months are hard but for me the fix is not getting into a bad relationship okay it honestly took me talking it through with you guys (laughs) this one way conversation um to figure out why why I hate it so much and I think that that's why because I'm like okay the only people who would actually do it are juvenile and like oh yeah I want to get a girlfriend for for winter because like it's cold and I just don't like that it adds more pressure and I don't like that it validates that you need someone at certain points to get through certain things that's what it is too like yes winter is hard but it doesn't mean you should just grab someone for as like a an emotional band-aid you know what I mean when I polled Instagram yesterday I said what do you guys think about about cuffing season the overwhelming response was dumb and added pressure and a lot of you said interestingly that fall holiday season is the worst time to get into a relationship with someone which I understand your point because there's a lot of uh fuckery let me explain there's a lot of holidays okay there's a lot of holidays there's a lot of going home there's a lot of like awkward Ooh, are you gonna come home with me or we you know, we were separated for two weeks because he went home here and I went home there. And, and what do you think? And is he goes, you know, there's just a lot of room for error and upset feelings because taking someone home with the family is like a big thing. I mean, at least for me, it is. Um, so also the turkey drop. We have to talk about that, too. A lot of you brought that up in the in the Instagram. So turkey drop, for those of you who don't know, 
relates to the period of time between Thanksgiving and Christmas where apparently a lot of relationships break up because of what I was just talking about. There's family dynamics. Maybe you go home, you see someone in their family setting. You're like, oh, not for me. Or they don't invite you home for their fam- with their family or you feel excluded or you're mad that you didn't get invited, whatever it is. Um, so there's just a lot of high tensions. And I also think people are really stressed out. Like it's the end of the year. Work is always really stressful. You have to buy presents for people. You're organizing all this travel. It's just a very high stress time. So a lot of you wrote and said, yeah, not the best time to get into a relationship. I, you, you know me. You can guess what I'm going to say. I don't think that there's any right or wrong, like any good or bad time to get into a relationship. I think it's just like more what's going on in your life. Like if you're vibrating high and you feel really good, then there's no right or wrong time. I think cuffing season only has as much power as we give it. So if you just laugh it off and say, oh, this is silly and it's just a funny term that people joke about, then, you know, don't accept the pressure that that term brings. Because I was sad because I was reading the comments and I was like, oh, my God, a lot of people feel a ton of pressure during this time. I think a lot of it is like family pressure, too. This was another point that um, I think my my amazing um, hairstylist Kristen brought up. She was like, there are people who have parents who are like, where's your boyfriend or girlfriend? And actually, that's a huge theme in Christmas movies, if you think about it, like actually huge. I, I forget what that one is. But, you know, th- that's a huge theme of like the parents saying, oh, you're always alone. You've never bought a person back for Christmas and what have you. So I understand that. And I know a lot of parents do put that pressure on their kids, especially around the holidays, because it feels like a check-in or a marker. So that's a whole other ball of wax, which is negative, And we can unpack that another time. But I guess what my conclusion is, it's silly and you shouldn't put any added pressure on yourself. And you certainly shouldn't try to validate. You certainly shouldn't try to get through something by adding a person to your life. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have to. It's a, it's a form of settling, if you ask me. Now, is there a couple out there who met because they were in, quote, cuffing season and on the prowl and then they had a fling and then it turned up to be their their person and now they're married with three kids? Yes, I'm sure we could find an example of that. We always can. But I just feel like it's juvenile. I, you know, you can't you can't put a season on finding someone. And it also, to me, almost ensures that you're looking at people through a bad lens. Right. It's kind of like dating to marry. That's also what it is, too. And you know how I feel about that. Personal preference, again. But when you're dating with a certain goal in mind, it just feels very forced. It just feels like you're not viewing them as a person first. It's like you're viewing them as a means to an end. And you should go off of, drum roll please, let's say it all together, how someone makes you feel. So if you meet someone in the dead of summer on the 4th of July and they make you feel like a sparkly diamond, go for that person. Who cares what season it is? Do what makes you happy when it makes you happy. But yes, I think it's silly. I don't want you guys to feel pressure about it. Fall is my fucking favorite time. And why should we spoil it with this stupid notion that we should be attached to enjoy it? Why do you need to be attached to enjoy football? Tailgates, so many fun, going to the bar. Like I remember when, we, when I was living in New York, we would go to the bars on Sundays and watch football and have so much fun with our friends. We went to an orchard. We went apple picking. We made pie. We had Friendsgiving. You know, you listened to fucking all the Casey Musgraves. You watch Gilmore Girls. You just have a time. So you don't need someone to enjoy all that stuff. 
please don't feel pressure, you guys. Okay, Monday, I am going to be going over Rom-Com Rewind is back. I'm going over the incredible piece of art. I'm not even gonna call it a film. It's a piece of art. How to be single with Dakota Johnson and Rebel Wilson and Leslie Mann and like so many other great people. It's a fantastic film and it really, really made me think. So we're going to talk about the movie and then a few things about how to be single. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. I love you and I will see you Monday. Bye. Bye.